0: mind litter. <laughs> my
1: litter. Welcome back to mind litter. We
0: always forget to say like who's going to start it off. That's okay. We talk at We're the same natural. Time. We're Bam. Neutral. Does it really matter? No.
1: <laughs> well um so full disclaimer before we start today we have um a topic that is sensitive to people. Um it's going to be about sexual assault, sexual trauma. So we just want to let everybody know that if you are sensitive to this, maybe you can't listen to it. Maybe you're not ready to listen to it. And um, otherwise. Um, it's
2: not meant for super younger viewers. Yeah. yeah, I don't think we have a lot of
1: young yeah, listeners. Don't play not yet. You're spawned, I guess. You're spawned. <laughs> you're spawn. <laughs> But yeah, so um, just be mindful of that, that it could be really traumatic um, for some people who have... Um, experience any type of sexual abuse or assault or anything like that? Just want y'all to note it.
2: Don't shoot the messenger.
1: Yeah. So, and with that being said, we have a guest on the show. Her name is Brianna. She's my sister. Welcome.
2: Hi, everybody. Thank you for having me
0: on.
1: Thank you for being here. Yes, takes really a lot of courage on. too. Um. So yeah, you can introduce yourself. I'm Brianna. I'm Angie's younger sister,
2: youngest sister. No,
0: no, Josie's, Josie's younger, younger than me, than me. yeah. That's I
2: right. mean you. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm, I'm 23 years young. It's my It was my uh, golden birthday in March. I've, I'm really creative. I love to make people laugh. I care more about other people than I really do myself. So doing any form of like self-care or mental help or anything like that is a big step for me to deal with and to talk about. But I'm always willing to talk about really much anything. My life's an open book, and I tell that with people, even if I just meet them. Like, anything you want to talk about, that's fine. I'm cool with it. I bet yeah. people
0: find that comforting. They really yeah. do. Um,
2: I, I work at a hospital, and I see a lot of, like, patients and visitors and stuff. So when I talk to them and I tell them, like, hey, you know, if you need me, I'm here for you. You can just come down to the cafeteria or whatever, come talk to me. They're like, thank you. That that's really what we need. Or someone yeah. will just be like, can you just give me a hug? Sounds so kind. It's like, yes, everybody. I'm sure they're
1: not help. used to hearing that either.
0: They're really not. Especially Which is sad. People <laughs> need that type of love. They really do. Especially like now oh and gosh, all the time. It's so crazy
2: now. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure.
1: Um, so we invited Brianna on the show to yeah. talk about sexual trauma and overcoming like sexual assault because she's experienced it unfortunately or fortunately however you want to look at it I wouldn't
2: change my life I've been through a lot of shit physical mental sexual abuse all of it but I wouldn't change it because it's made me the person that I am today and I've learned a lot from it and it's something that I can help others work through and try to understand and overcome um and Basically, what was I about to say? I lost my train of thought. (laughs) No worries, brain farts happen all the time here. I don't know, I just want to help people. That's great, people to know that they're not alone, that they shouldn't be afraid to talk about this because it's happened to more people than they realize. Look, we've got like what one, two, three people that have gone through it, so yeah,
1: I mean. To some extent,
0: have you? Yeah, not – there's been, like, some situations in, like, my teenage years. Mm -hmm. But it's, like – it's iffy because it's, like – I was always putting myself in a bad situation. So, like, when I – when, like – I just – it's hard for me to know if it's your fault. Yeah, because I was, like, drunk and there was, like, some – there was, like, a few things and then, like, one really big thing and I just – I just – you blame I yourself? still, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I've, like, that's another thing that I've like, blo- I've like blocked out of my mind because some stuff I do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's really hard to um, even know. Like, is it like I feel like I had something to do with it because I was I was drunk and I was in a bad situation. But somebody can still take advantage of you i know i know yeah definitely um it's not your fault i don't don't. like think it's i was never like it's my fault but i'm like i don't know like but you like contributed to the fault. yeah like yeah like yeah like um which is trash
1: (laughs) by the way i don't think like
0: that i know and but like i said like i've never really looked back on it that much but yeah i probably i probably should yeah Mm -hmm. because it was definitely shit definitely i mean if it's at least like
1: wing you down in a sense of like your consciousness you know like mm-hmm. if you have pain surrounding it that mm-hmm. you're like you're like i'm not gonna deal with that i feel like it's or not it's just even like something like,
0: that you just like whatever yeah i just it was just like so much unknown and just like a really ugly situation and it's just i don't really know
2: for all the pain and everything i went to therapy and i'm still in therapy and that shit really helps Oh Just yeah, to talk to somebody about it and get it out. And knowing that it's somebody that doesn't know everybody that you know, they're not going to yeah. On there's and no bias. Anybody. It's it's really great. Mm-hmm. Therapy is great for a number of reasons. I have therapy every Friday. That's I love dope, my therapist. dude. That's dope. <laughs> I love
0: her so much. How long have you had the uh, the, th- the same therapist? I've had this
2: therapist for like two, maybe three months now. Okay, um, but I started therapy when I was in like middle school. Yeah, yeah, I remember I had a that. Problem I, after I got back from living with a family member and dealing with abuse, I was in a really dark spot. I was self-harming, I was l- freaking out, I was like taking. So drugs to clarify, with my
1: friends. to clarify this, the assault that you got was when you were young, right?
2: Yeah, I was really young. I was like three or four. Oh I, shit! I didn't think you were that young. I was that. Well, that's when the sexual abuse happened. And yeah, I didn't
1: think you were that young
2: when it happened. Yeah, I was. Um, Crazy. The way I remembered it was through um, it repressed memories through yeah. dreams, basically.
1: Oh, dreams.
2: Yeah. Okay. I'd wake up, and I like I'd be like just coated in sweat, mm. and just be like, oh, "What just happened? What just happened?" And yeah. It's like I close my eyes, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" Like it just hits me like, "Was that real or is that just a dream?" And it's like that feels too real uh, like why would somebody make that up why would somebody have a dream about it right if it didn't happen right
1: then how did you like confirm that it for sure happened and it was a dream
2: I talked about it a lot with my therapist and I kind of described it to her in detail and she was like this does
0: not
1: sound like a you r-
0: described the dream in detail yeah okay or what
1: you remembered happening yeah 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 and
2: my, my therapist at the time understood, and she was trying to help me get through it. Um, she was like, is there anything you want to do about it? I'm like, I just want to try to get to be a normal person again, where it's not weighing down like a monkey on my back. Yeah. And for many years, I did try to get like a for, like the person that did it to me to be forgiving. To forgive them. them. And for them to forgive me, I guess.
1: And how, what do you mean by that? Like, how did you go up? What, like, was it all in your mind? Or, like, did you reach out to them and say, like, can you admit to doing this? Or, like, oh, how I did that happen? I reached out to them. I reached
2: out to them multiple times. and they were About in, the subject? Yeah. They are in denial about it for the longest, but.
1: Do they admit to it now? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah,
2: they admit to it now. They admit wow. to it. They realize, like, hey, this is really fucked up. Where I'm from, that shit was okay, and it's not okay here. Oh, wow. So
1: do you believe that
2: I do simply because when that person told me they were drunk as a skunk and they broke down crying to me just uh, just. like
0: you could tell it was like genuine. Oh, yeah.
2: it, was, it was such a heartfelt moment. And it was that that after that, like just reassurance that this actually did happen mm. and I'm sorry for just it. It's like
1: letting go. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. Got so much weight off my back. And now I'm actually able to get close to that person and talk to them and have that relationship that I've wanted. And it's it's pretty great.
1: It's Do you – so you have a relationship with them now. Do you – is it because they're a family member or is it because you feel like this situation happened by accident or like what goes on in your mind about like why you continue to have a relationship or even why – after the assault happened, you wanted a relationship with them.
2: I feel like because this person is such a major f- figure in my life, and it's a prominent figure in a lot of other people's lives, that when I see somebody that has a good relationship with that person and I didn't, it just makes me kind of sad because it's like, oh, I, w- I want what they have. I want yeah. what they had. How do I get that? Mm-hmm. How do I get that Like support and love and... All of that that I needed, and I had to realize I got it all from the people that were around me and trying to stre- strengthen my own mental state, and that I realized maybe I didn't need that, like, affirmation of, yeah, I did it, but it really did help. It
1: helped with, like, closure? Yeah, the closure yeah, closure really helped. Yeah. So I know you said that it happened... The incident happened when you were really little, so can you, now that you reflect on, like, after the incident, but before you got confirmation, like, what? how old were you when you got confirmation that, like, no, this really didn't happen? Oh, it was last year. Okay, so between the time that you were, like, five until last year, how did you handle I'm sure I would imagine anyways that it went in like phases of Mm -hmm. with your age like at first you probably just never dealt with it like it was like dissociation and like just didn't happen and then it
2: also what triggered a slut phase in me
1: what okay so (sighs) what all happened and with what age can you go through that
2: um when I was like 13 or 14 when I got done living with this person I I was in a really bad state. I was, like I said, I was self-harming. I was very suicidal. I was just acting out. Like, I was hanging out with friends and doing drugs. I was doing a lot of shit that I really shouldn't have, especially at that age. I was living pretty much like a 21-year-old. I was getting drunk. I was partying. I was doing a lot of shit that was destroying my mind in order to basically block out those memories and try to feel anything that like know yourself yeah that wasn't like sadness or depression or just frustration over what happened and mm-hmm. for the longest i felt like it was my fault but you always know, have to think i i always had that common sense bubble in my head that was like you're three or four how could this be your right fault? it's not your That's fault good. at all
0: like part of you knew yeah 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 yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. especially because i grew up with um me and my mom, we used to watch, like, Law and Order and Bones <laughs> and all that shit together. I still do that to this very day. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you nope. were like, no, not yes. my fault. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but
1: still, then you went through, like, the phases of, like, the psych and being like, no, this is my fault. hmm Yeah. And then so, like, when you were a kid, did you... Did you act out? Were you a bad kid? Quote, unquote, bad kid? Were you... I mean, before you hit your party like years, just like behavioral problems. Yeah, did you whatever. have p- behavioral problems? Because I, I remember, but I just want you to talk about it. I
2: had behavior problems. At least I think I did. I had problems like just keeping myself clean. You remember me as a kid? I was. Are you partying? Mother. I was. A, no, when she was no. a kid, kid. Oh. I was a dirty motherfucker! I did not like to she shower. She was dirty. I okay. Like bathing, I did not like. The hygiene shit. went to shit. Yeah, it really did. But then you
1: also didn't have somebody forcing you to be clean either. Yeah.
2: When I lived with mom, I was basically able to do pretty much whatever the fuck we wanted. Right. That's basically how the house was. Mm-hmm. And then I went to stay somewhere else where I had structure and I had discipline. So that was a complete 180.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and what... When? Okay. I'm just going through the motions in my head and thinking about it and just like you went to go live with that person and it was years after the incident happened that they put you in. Did you ever like lash out at them when you lived with them? You know, like, did you, did the memories resurface? And then you were like, bitch.
2: They resurfaced, but I didn't like mention anything about it.
1: So you just pushed it down again?
2: Yeah. I was scared of that person just in general when I was living with them. So it made it hard to, really be honest with them about anything i confided in other people i trusted other people i didn't trust them
1: i felt awkward being around them talking to them i feel like your anxiety would like be birthed in that moment yeah because like you have to like control this mindset of like just this person like hurt me
0: physical and mental tension I to fake being happy every single day hmm. like
2: if I w- if I had just gotten abused the night before, I still had to, like, go to school and smile and yeah, pretend, like, right. nothing's wrong and that my ass doesn't hurt. Wait, yeah.
0: so <laughs> the night, like, when you moved, you said when you got abused the night before? So that was, like, okay. are you talking about the same incident or are you talking about, like, talking physical about abuse? Physical abuse. Okay, like okay. Like, getting yeah. beat.
2: Yeah. yeah. I got beat with studded belts. I know a lot of people got beat with, like, switches and stuff, but. I got the the little spiky belt that like emo kids from Hot Topic wear. Oh, yeah, and it was like
1: blast. left marks and shit on you. Oh
2: yeah, I got a scar on my face from it. Oh my god. Oh what? Yeah.
1: That's what that's from.
2: Yeah, that's from that's from them.
1: It's Hit you in good. the face with a wow. belt, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, the ass is one thing, but fuck.
2: But where this person came from, that was normal in their country. That right. was how they treated their family, their wives. Yeah. It was all about being dominant and having control. Where in America and other places of the world, it's not about controlling your family. and Like instilling
1: fear in them. Exactly. Yeah. Crazy. crazy. So then when, uh, how did you get into therapy? Because I know you've had therapists since you were a child. So how did you, how did that happen?
2: I got into therapy because... I was self-harming using salt and ice. I was burning my skin. And my mother was extremely worried about me, my mental health. She was worried I was suicidal. Um, She was worried I was doing this all for attention and that it was all self-mutilation. So what she did was she had me talk to somebody at school about it. Or she was going to throw me in a treatment center. And I didn't want to go in a treatment center. I couldn't handle being away from my mom. I still have separation anxiety from my mother at 23 years old. And I know that's something I have to deal with that I'm dealing with in therapy.
1: But, oh, shit, I just lost my train. Your mom was worried about <laughs> you. Your mom was yeah. worried about the salt but and ice.
2: what it was was my mom and other people that I was living with at the time were really, really worried about me. And they just... They wanted to help me. They didn't want to see me hurt myself every day or cry. So they like
1: arranged therapy for you? Yeah. And that's you just agreed to it or were you yeah. forced to do it?
2: I was, I agreed to do it because I knew I needed somebody to talk to and confide in. Even that, at a young age? Oh yeah. That's good. needs that no matter how old you are. Yeah.
0: But like you knew that, that though. I, that's yeah. Like that's impressive though. Cause my, I, my mom used to make me go to therapy when, yeah, I, was when younger, I was and yeah, I did not, I, I didn't like it either. I was, I would sit there and not talk. So that's, that's. That as- you were like all right she was like
1: please give me i viewed
2: it as a chance <laughs> just to talk about
0: people and talk about stuff in
1: my I life. i wonder if
0: that's because you had you had to had to open up probably because you probably you just couldn't through? handle
1: it anymore yeah, like post-traumatic was, stress to the point that you're like, I need somebody.
0: I, I need to talk about
2: this. Yeah. I need to get this out of my head.
1: Because, like, you lived with mom and, like, even mom didn't know about it.
2: Yeah. It, I still don't even really talk about it with mom. So it's, it's like. awkward to talk about it with her.
1: Right. I'm sure. So it's like you were just kind of, like, hiding from everybody. Pretty so much. I'm sure you were like, I need that person. Give me it now.
2: <laughs> and I was, I was so scared of also getting taken away from my mom due to mental health like being thrown in a treatment center or something like that. Yeah. But I would actually lie to my therapist about what was going on with me like I didn't I, I at mom's house? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I wouldn't tell them about cuz it was
1: toxic there and you knew already that it was going to be no go.
2: Yeah, I didn't know how to like tell somebody that I'm having hallucinations or I'm too even scared to fucking leave the house anymore. Yeah. It's so hard to even just be honest with people about that but I've learned when that the older I get the more honest I am with people the more open I am with people the easier it's going to be to talk about these things
1: have you ever got I mean with that being said have you ever talked to somebody where that that mentality that you just said backfired um like being open and honest about things and then it actually ended up hurting you
2: it, it hasn't hurt me but my i've had a friend that tried to be open open and honest about it and she got a lot of backlash from her family about it um, um that sucks yeah one of the my friend i'm still trying to help her um get out of an abusive relationship oh that's tough that really is tough i think i know me and you and both have been in one yeah we know how hard it is to leave that shit
1: yeah i'll go into a whole episode about that um you should invite mom for that one nah <laughs> <laughs> you, like shut down nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. yeah so just like focusing on your um your health journey when like how do you feel now about the the incident like you had therapy but okay so here's the thing that other people don't know is that like you had therapy about this incident but you didn't even really if I'm wrong, correct me. But you didn't even like, deal with it until last year.
2: Yeah, I right? didn't really deal with it for the longest. So the
1: therapy before was for all the other sh- sh- crazy shit going on in your I life. Oh yeah, hope like definitely. living with mom and all that other jazz. That the drugs and the uh, boyfriends mm-hmm. and the in and outs of like literal trauma.
2: Just trying to get basically mentally stable again, so I can. So Organize my thoughts and put them in a way that I can talk about it.
1: So now you're just at a stage in your life where you're ready to, like, heal from the abuse, oh, the yeah. sexual abuse.
2: I, I've been healing for a while.
1: Just on your own? Like, without therapy? Well, or I'm talking
2: about it with my therapist, too.
1: Within the last year, though, is what yeah. I mean. Yeah, so, so, I mean, from the time that you were a kid until the last year, you've been dealing with other stuff, and you couldn't even get to the real, like, big Basically. big big thing yeah why do you think that is i think do you not have enough resources or i
2: think i didn't have enough resources at the time and okay when i first was in therapy it was all like oh i get i get this therapist or i get this skills worker and i know them for like a year or two and then they're like oh well i have to go off and do my own pr- practice i have to go do this blah 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 So they basically just leave me and send in a new therapist, and I got so tired of telling Uh, my life story to all of them
1: that I wasn't in therapy for a couple years. Okay, you were like, "That's too much."
0: Yeah, because you weren't like getting.
2: It wasn't.
1: You were just getting to the point of restarting
0: restarting your life. Yeah, Yeah,
2: exactly. I had to keep restarting, and I never got to that. It's like in middle. It's like in middle school, like right before they they send you to high school. And you're trying, they're trying to teach you all the history and you get right up to the industrial revolution and then school ends and you have to start it all over again you just keep going yeah. to the industrial revolution.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you just, after that, there was a point you're just like, I need to take a break from therapy. Yeah. Like it's not, it was Helping. like, re- I want to say it was like re-traumatizing you. Yeah. It's like it opening and wounds talking about and it then like not serving.
1: Yeah. And not getting any real help because you're still just explaining your story.
2: That's how it also feels um, going in and out of a psych ward like I've had to do this like this past couple years. Yeah. Because I'm constantly trying to tell people like what's going on with me, what I'm dealing with, trying to be as honest as possible, figure out this medication shit that I need to do and everything. And then I've gotten my PTSD pretty much figured out. I know my triggers. Um, I tell people close to me my triggers, the people that I know I'm going to be seeing on the regular. Mm-hmm. Um, at work, I do my best to avoid it all. um if I do get triggered, then I call down to the office at work and I let them know like, hey, this just happened, my mental state is kind of deteriorating right now. can I get like a five ten minute break or so to try to recollect myself mm-hmm. and my managers and all of my supervisors they understand that's really good. Cool oh, that me. makes
0: me really happy, yeah, that's a good place to work yeah they're it's
2: it's so great just because i can just tell them like look i'm not having a very good day my mental health is bad can we put me on something that's a little bit easier to do and they're like yeah sure that's fine take the pressure if off a little if you're having a bad day kiddo let us know call down to the office keep us updated
1: i wish mental health was normalized
2: me too because i think like, it's going in that direction it is.
1: yeah i think so too cuz people are realizing that like this is just as crucial as physical health if I, not more, I, I would say more. post on my
2: Facebook more. every single time I'm about to go in a psych ward just because I want to make it normal that it's okay to go into a psych yeah. ward if you
1: need to. You should talk about what the psych ward's like so people can not picture it like being in the movie where you're in a it's white room. It's not
2: like in the movie at all. It's not. It's At least the psych ward that I've been on, it wasn't like that at all. Granted, you're not supposed to have your phone. They don't let you have your phone. They don't let you bring in, like, blankets and pillows from the outside because they don't want to have to deal with, like, bug beds and shit like that. But it's not bad. You have your room. Sometimes you share it with somebody. Um, You're pretty much allowed to do whatever it is you want for most of the day. You just have to go to your groups, which is usually, like, a a cognitive behavioral therapy group and occupational therapy, which is basically – Arts and crafts and also a way to identify like your triggers or what's going mm-hmm. on right now and try to understand. Like art
1: therapy like um, yeah. Cassie was talking about. I lo- That's good. Yeah. I That's love dope.
2: occupational I lo- therapy. It was one of the best things.
1: And then what do you do after that? That's it? Um, Just like the that, same thing every
0: day? Yeah.
2: You have, um, if you want people to come and visit you, they can come and visit you. They can bring you food and clothes and stuff to wear. So it's not like jail.
0: Do they decide when you get to leave or do you decide?
2: Well, it depends on if you were, if you voluntarily put yourself in there or if you were thrown in there, Mm -hmm. I shouldn't say thrown in there.
1: But (laughs) But like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you were forced in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: If you were forced in there, it's different. For me, I've been able to identify when I need my mental help and I'll just go and I'll check myself in. So I'm always able to leave whenever. But thing is, you have to remember that if you're going to go to a psych ward, you have to, um, you can't go against like doctor's orders. Otherwise health insurance isn't going to pay for it. Oh, hell no. you can't just like check yourself out if your doctor's like, no, you need to stay in here.
1: Oh, that's fucked. Kind of. That's kind of fucked. Cause it's like holding money over your head. Yeah, it is. And like, if you are poor... And you're like, I'm going to go to the psych ward for like a little bit, but now I need to go back to work. And your doctor was like, no. Then you're like, I'm going to lose my job.
2: Well, jobs can't fire you if it's for mental health. If it's mental health related, they can't. They get in trouble for that.
0: Oh, good. Yeah. Didn't know.
2: There's, um, There's the Americans with Disabilities Act oh it's oh, under that? that okay
0: yeah. see that's really good for Bet. people to know i had yeah no idea. i had no idea thank either. you for sharing that yeah, for sure
2: never worry about that when it comes to mental health as long as your job knows it's for your mental health they can't fire you it's you know? crazy they
0: have that act but like people don't people know don't about know. it yeah i didn't know about it so obviously they've been knowing how big of a deal right? mental health is <laughs> exactly.
1: Fucked. so what did you gain from the psych ward
2: from the psych ward, I've gained mental stability. I've gotten on the right track of also taking medications. They've given me the proper medications, and sure, they don't. They may only work for a little bit, but at least I'm started on the right path. I'm learning more coping skills that I need. I'm getting the medication that I need, mm-hmm. and I'm learning ways to teach my support system how to like help me when I start coexist with you and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. I've been teaching mom and my boyfriend Joe just how to take care of me. Or if you're like
1: having a panic
0: attack yeah, or an anxiety how to deal attack. With me when I'm like that. So then you're getting that support. So then maybe like you can prevent going into the psych ward. Not like or that's what I'm or do you? Okay. Right now. Okay. And okay okay so not you, that it's a psych word like, a bad thing I'm not, but and that's what i'm yeah. not i'm not trying to say like um the psych word's a bad thing but i'm i'm trying to let me word it differently like to not get to a point where you feel i get like what you're you saying so to, that you're so like out
1: of yeah balance that you're like you're in way out of your window of tolerance like yeah. you're in fight or flight to the extreme and that's not healthy for your body it's
2: not. It, I was so you want to avoid it that? destroyed me. Yeah. It was just tearing me down. I was having panic attacks every day, mental breakdowns, just crying in the bathroom mm. at work. And I couldn't keep living my life like that. And I knew that. And I had to change it somehow. That's why I put myself in. I couldn't keep living my life like that. And nobody should live their life like that, where they're having a panic attack every single day or multiple times a day or being so depressed that they can't take it anymore you know it's it's not right for people to feel like that right that mm. there's other people out there that they can reach that they can reach out to like y'all can reach out to me i'm wicked lotus official on instagram like don't be afraid to come will put it in the, yeah we'll the the definitely link notes. that don't yeah. Be yeah sure afraid to inbox me and start talking to me about your mental health um there's actually an artist i listen to his name is king iso And he's really, really big on mental health and making sure people are okay and knowing that they have a support system. That's why I have a tattoo on my arm that says, Don't Let Go. It's one of his songs, and it's about don't let go of your life. Keep fighting and keep being here. You're a soldier. You're strong. You're a survivor. Don't live your life as a victim.
0: Yeah, I really... Every time, like, when my mental health isn't, like, where I want it to be or any time I've been, like, really depressed in my life, it's always, like you feel like you're alone mm-hmm. and I really like, yeah, it's crazy. Cause even though you can be like in a room full of people and you really feel just get empty, it's fucked. Fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I felt at work. Mm-hmm. Like I could be
2: surrounded by people, but it feels like there's nobody there. there. Mm-hmm. Nobody I wonder, yeah. me. I
1: even with your friends I and then almost it's
0: like, lonely. did you like when you were going, you've gone through that when you feel alone, not now, but like in the past or even you, Angie too, like when you're going through that, you almost like push the people around you Absolutely. away. Yes. Okay, because that's yes. what, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. It's like you feel alone and then anyone who comes close, you're like Like your friends will be like, Hey, do you wanna hang out? And you're like, No nah. Or just say nothing, you say ignore yeah, them. Yeah, you just
1: ignore
2: them. It's like in Big which, Mouth when the depression kitty comes and sits on you.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> Have you seen Big Mouth? It's Grace? no, no, no. Oh. Sorry, I was thinking in my head. I was thinking about something else in my head. Oh my I'm God. like shaking it's my like head but show, not to you but guys. But it's
1: also really fucking nasty. <laughs> yeah, it's so, it's so nasty. But it's funny as fuck. But yeah, um I was going to ask you what what the fuck was I going to ask you? Oh my god, it was like banging on my head. Oh, so, oh yes, I know. When did you become aware like fully aware of your body, bodily bodily <laughs> bo- bodily No, no. <laughs> bodily changes as in like hyperventilating Or like if I don't know how your anxiety affects you, but like if you get like headaches or if you get get like tired or some people have weird things where their anxiety affects them, like I'll get heart palpations and I'll get like irregular heartbeats and I'll get like completely exhausted Mm -hmm. i'll also get really fucking crabby like i will get really irritable
2: and that's how i get when i get closer to my manic episodes yeah so i I start to get easily irritated and push everybody away or i
0: take out my anger on other people by accident that's so interesting how everyone's so different yeah i think i literally forget when i'm getting in a depression i don't like i just like um forget all my beliefs I forget a lot. But like I drop everything.
1: Do you forget in general? Like, are you really like absent minded?
0: Anxiety and depression
2: actually has an effect on your I don't know. I I have
0: like selective memory. Like I only remember the shit that I want. (laughs) 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 But when you,
1: when did you start noticing? Because I can remember you being a kid. And like you were always pretty funny and like happy. Actually, you were happy a lot. You were always really happy and just like down to do whatever. So, Hasn't changed obvious, yeah, kinda. so <laughs> yeah, Obviously, yeah, kind of. So obviously you were like happy, dude. You were like burying your problems in mm-hmm. those times. When did it did it come out in the physical? Like when did you start experiencing anxiety and like panic attacks and cuz I feel like well, obviously it could have happened without my knowledge cuz I didn't live with you full time and also you could be good at hiding it. But I feel like when you were a kid, it was like not like that. And mm-hmm. then when you turn into like a teenager, after you had your party phase, it was like Brianna's anxious as fuck a lot and depressed I've, and suicidal. I've been anxious a lot. So it just like build up. And when then all of a sudden it was like, diagnosed. that's it. The cap is over. You know, <laughs> like it was like, you're just going to explode with all this fucking shit now. Was that how it was?
2: No. When I was first diagnosed with everything, I was 14 and I was diagnosed with anxiety generalized anxiety social anxiety depression and a mood disorder okay but now i'm diagnosed with uh depression anxiety social anxiety general anxiety um and schizoaffective disorder it's kind of like schizophrenia just not as extreme what is it and ptsd (coughs) i have i have visual hallucinations and auditory hallucinations As well as I have disassociative amnesia, which is another fancy way of saying I black out without passing out or
1: falling down. Because you just dissociate that much.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Which we talked about a little bit in Cassie's episode, Grace, about how like one of your problems in your life that you're not ready to talk about, you totally remove yourself. I think I do
0: that with everything. With everything like super traumatic? yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah,
1: that's like you literally your body can't handle what's going on. So you just shut off.
0: Yeah, it's weird
2: for me. It's, it's not that I can't handle it. It's just it's kind of hard to. to no, like to. your
1: nervous system can't handle it. Oh, yeah. So you checks out and you're just like, that's it. Mine
2: now really mainly happens around work. But I think that's just happening more just because of all the shit that's going on in the world right now. So mm-hmm. does
1: anything trigger that stuff?
2: Um, the littlest thing can trigger it, but my problem is when I can't identify what triggered it, when I don't know why I'm freaking out, Um, it gets worse because then I'm like, well, why am I freaking out? (laughs) Because then I'm like, yeah, I'm freaking out and then I can calm down, but why am I freaking out? Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's okay. Never ending cycle.
1: Does that happen more often than do you know usually why you're freaking out more than you don't know, or the other way around? I usually know why. Okay. I usually know. So why. you can then take like steps to ground yourself and like get better. Yeah. Or and like you get do out you
0: know why? Because of all the tools that you from I'm, from therapists and yeah. a, other the groups and stuff that you did. Everything mm-hmm. that
2: I've done, it's all cultiva- it's all cultivated to when I have an anxiety attack or a panic attack, and then I really have to put my coping skills to use, which I have a bunch. I have a bunch of coping skills. I have a bunch of support systems that I can reach out to, um, people I can confide in, activities I can do to try to distract myself.
0: I admire that you, um like, like uh let your support system know and, like, get support from the people. That's, like, one thing That's that, courageous. Yeah, that is really—I admire that. Because you have to be that. open with them, and you have to be really vulnerable to be like, yo, if I see titties
1: on the fucking TV, I'm going to freak out. <laughs> <laughs> it's true right. and yeah it's like and like this it's is how amazing. you have to like handle me because it's almost like i uh, i mean i maybe i might sound offensive when i say this but i don't mean to but like it's almost like you kind of like become a baby in that moment because you can't control yourself mm-hmm. so then you have to tell people like here's how you take care of me much. and it's kind of like i can see why somebody would feel like embarrassed by that like yeah change my diaper kind of <laughs> not really but yeah. you know what i mean yeah like the mentality is kind of like that
0: well i was it thinking is. it more just like i feel like it's really hard to like ask for help oh for sure and the pride yeah like yeah. i feel like i'm really prideful and so i admire that about you is that that you can do that I'm and i just only think that's great when
2: i'm wearing like half a pound of makeup and i'm ready to go to, go out on the i don't and- know i don't <laughs> know
0: why if it's like i think it's like a gemini thing it's like hard for us to like reach out for help that might make sense. Maybe. I don't know. I'm Gemini I'm
1: Moon and I do not like asking for help that oh, much. I'm Moon.
2: I, nah, I think we get that from mom. Mom doesn't like to ask for shit. Uh, mm.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah I, mean. I mean, that's true, but <laughs> <sighs> I'm way better at it, actually. I used to be really bad and be like, nah, I got this. But I'm now so I'm still really like, bad.
2: I'm still bad. The most I can ask for is like, can I get a
1: cigarette? <laughs> 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 Let me get a score.
2: Right. Little man from down the street. Let me hold the dollar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Damn.
2: I don't know. It's just
0: about... is Okay, yeah, never mind. I about-
2: it's just about recognizing yourself. And it's taken a lot for me to understand myself and the way I function. And I'm still doing that. That's one of my goals in therapy is to understand... It never why stops. Why do <laughs> I do what I do? And... If, I, if it's something bad or it's going to lead up to something bad, how can I stop that? Like, I can feel right. myself, I can feel my manic episodes start to happen, and I need to figure out how I can stop that or how can I control it and manipulate it to my
0: benefit. Got it. Yeah. That's a lot It's, of- like, almost like, I don't know if this is the right thing to say, but it's, like, you have to learn to work with all of that. So it's, mm-hmm. like, almost like, befriending it in a way because it's it's part of like your story and like it's not going anywhere so the right or is it or is it going anywhere it's like a stalker that will never go away so okay so it's just like learning to live your life with what with what is going on yeah. with the anxiety and with it it's yeah like
2: living, it's like if you have asthma you have to learn how to live your life with asthma
0: Mm-hmm. But what's crazy is I don't think that's
1: the same for like PTSD. I think PTSD can go away, I've, cause it's not a disease. I feel like I don't
0: know enough to even comment. It's a on disorder,
1: that. which is like what? What's the word I'm looking for? Like an infection almost. Yeah. It's like it, it can go away. Do you do anything to make it go away?
2: I take one medication.
1: That's it. Yeah. I mean, sorry. I don't mean it like that. No, that's you're, fucked good, up. you're
2: good. <laughs> No, I take my medication. My medication actually really helps me a lot. It helps me be a normal person again.
1: I'm on Selexa, Zyprexa. Well, let's just clarify, too, that just because you have these.
2: Medication is not for everybody.
1: Well, no, I was going <laughs> to say that just because you have, like, these disorders, it doesn't mean you're not normal. Because, right. like, what the fuck is normal? Yeah, I've met no. so many people. Everybody has these, like, has space. these things and they're they're really good at hiding it. Or they don't even know they have it. Mm-hmm. Like, they're still in your phase where they're like, I don't even see it. Or, like, I see a therapist, but I just keep talking to them about my life. And I don't even know that I have trauma or know that I have anxiety yet. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like everybody has something, some type of mental ailment or trauma or anxiety. Uh, so many people have anxiety this in this generation. That's unbelievable.
0: It's so crazy. What um, resources would, do you wish that were, were available um, for you or, like, for other people? I wish there was always more stuff for teenagers, teenagers and
2: kids. Yeah. Um, especially because when I was a teenager, I didn't know how to identify these things. And I wish I had the ability to do that more.
1: Did you just think that nothing was wrong? Or you were like, this I is normal?
2: Something was wrong. I was like, something's fucking wrong with me. And I don't know what, but I need to figure it out.
1: That's good that you knew something was wrong. Because, like, my – I've talked to Grace about it. And I think I've talked about it on an episode before about shame. And about how, like, I literally thought that everybody – shamed themselves as hard as I did until my therapist was like no hon nah, not at all yeah just you and I was like it's not oh, just you a lot I mean of people do yeah it. a lot of people do it but like it's, but, like, not, yeah, it's not like how you should go yeah it's
2: not everybody doing it yeah
1: so um was I asking a question with this no <laughs> we were talking just- about
0: resources and teen teen and um, group because you didn't uh, know you you
1: knew something was wrong with you but you didn't know how to go about having somebody like point it out and help you with what was wrong yeah yeah so you wish that you had that as a teen
2: yeah i've used crisis numbers those really help like the suicide hotline that helps i've called it a few times it's it's a really good resource um my mom's like one of my best friends so i can always confide in my mom like i tell people you're gonna tell me a secret you know i'm telling my mom right they're like yeah sure who's she
1: gonna tell (laughs) true (laughs)
2: But um it's all about having the right coping skills and the right support. My coping skills, I read a book, I can draw, paint, I can sculpt, um uh, turn I'll turn over and I'll go and I'll hang out with my pet rabbit. Like
1: What's well, your favorite coping skill?
2: Probably hanging out with a
1: rabbit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Is it because it's, like it's like, like a ball of love.
0: Yes. Yeah, like hanging out with I my dog. A
1: of
2: fur. I love her so much.
0: And nice. it's like, I feel like they just like the animals just love us no matter what. I have it's an true. all
2: black rabbit that I named Morticia Adams and she is my absolute baby.
0: Good.
1: I'm happy <laughs> to have her. Right. Mm-hmm. I know. My dog has got me through so much. I love Archie. He's so Archie At farms. <laughs> Yeah, I got him right after I got out of that abusive relationship. So he helped me a mm-hmm. shitload.
2: Oh, I know he did.
1: Yes. Animals are the shit. But if you can't have an animal, what's your other go-to coping mechanism art 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 art. Art.
0: In, art or even just writing something down dude i love writing yeah grace is a writer but i just want to say anybody can do art because i don't like when people say like i'm not an artist art. like oh yeah. i can't draw not everybody can In art it. can be anything even if you just like it's um, just your expression yeah like if you if you like make even a voice note on your phone and just say some shit that's art, like art. that's Writing something down Surround moving with
2: art supplies and just two tabs of acid and see what you can produce on that well <laughs> do that
0: you can do that without the acid too yeah <laughs> you can do it. yeah totally can
2: i have made some awesome things on acid though that's
0: why i say nothing it's. against acid but i'm just saying but it's not for everybody <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and also
1: it could be really triggering for people who haven't dealt with things and they yeah. take it
0: so yeah, I and and up. if if you're going you through some uh, deep like deep any mental yeah like depending on your mental health like, like don't imagine drop acid. if you just
1: went and dropped acid before you ever talked to a therapist oh, and like no. yeah you'd probably <laughs> like go freak yourself out into a panic. Attack. Are there any
0: other resources that you wish you had?
2: Um, I wish I had more resources at school. Um, schools don't really have shit for resources. They
0: don't.
1: That's a good they point. Don't. They got um, like the school nurse, and she. Can health give you class like tampons. Really
2: teach much as far as mental health goes. That's a good point too. Like health class. Man, Taught you like sex. On, like, sex and the food pyramid, and that's about it.
0: Trash. Yeah. I barely went to high school. It's even, <laughs> even- <laughs> I don't know what to say. Talk
2: about sex. It's even trash. I had to take it upon myself to educate myself about sex and STDS. Wow. I was really proactive about that. And I've still been proactive with it. I've been on birth control since I was 16. I put it myself on it. I had to be responsible.
1: Right. That's that's garbage. But I'm I feel like it's that. set up like
0: that on purpose. Yeah, right. they don't even tell you that you should enjoy sex. <laughs> Shouldn't they say that? Um <laughs> Like, yeah. I feel well, like they don't want lying. you to do it, so <laughs> I they don't like, want. You I feel to like do for it. women, like I don't know. Oh, I just for women, like, it's different. It's fucked yeah. up.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's fucked up for yeah. women. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, especially for how detailed <laughs> they go into talking about like men genitalia and like a male reproductive system, like you learn everything about it, but then like motherfuckers still can't find a clip for shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Or, like, anything. <laughs> like, people think that a vagina is, like, the whole outside of your yeah. coochie. And it's right. just, just no. the little...
2: Just the whole,
1: just Maybe the things whole, have
0: changed. The, the tunnel. Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Sidetracked. That's another podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so
1: how do you feel? I know I said this before, but I don't think we got to an answer. How do you feel right now regarding mm-hmm. your sexual assault like how do you feel in your healing about it
2: i'm feeling relatively good about it especially like you can talk about it now i can talk about it i have no problem talking about it i might shed a tear here and there but Mm -hmm. i can always talk about it
1: and what day-to-day struggles do you have with it as far as like seeing triggers or like i know you you have a relationship with the assaulter or what attacker I don't know how the fuck to say that the person who did that I know you have a relationship with them so how the fuck do you do that yeah
0: (laughs) I just am so interested yeah Yeah. for for me
2: it was more about just wanting to have that relationship with them than anything
1: because it's a staple relationship yeah yeah
2: and also there's some other people there's some other people that live with this person that I want to try to Be close with contact and be close to and be there for. Mm. So it's more for the other person rather than it is for being being in in a relationship with that person just because I want to be, you know.
0: It's like everything that comes with you. want what comes with it. So it's just like you. Yeah. okay. It's like I don't want you. I want what what else. Does he ever talk about it to you? No. Just that one time
1: yeah okay it was just that one time and we don't really talk about it do you ever talk about it to him
2: not really
1: and so when you talk to him do you still feel like anger or aggression
2: sometimes. sometimes i do and then
1: do you like do you let him know or do you just tell your therapist i
2: just tell my therapist or i just draw about it the next day and then set it on fire
0: oh that's actually really healing. i like that dude something with fire bro yeah I heard yeah. like that
2: And, and then you burn it And, it and,
0: and then it's supposed together. to go away yeah, yeah I like to do that too Good exactly. for you She's a like, good so for you So what is your th- If you don't mind me asking I don't know um, Does your th- What does your therapist Think about uh, You having a relationship With The What are we saying The The, the, attack. the, the abuser Yeah the abuser The, the b- abuser hair. Okay mm-hmm.
2: She thinks that I'm Like she, She's proud of me That I'm able to do it Because Of What all he what all he did and everything. Oh yeah, because of what all he did and everything, um, she thinks that I I could help other people try to get through it as well. But she just wants to make sure that I'm not doing anything that will act, like aggravate any of my triggers or like re-traumatize like that. you. Yeah, exactly. yeah, Just be careful. Or, exactly. It's just all about being cautious on on everything.
1: And I feel like a good. Uh, maybe a good therapist wouldn't necessarily tell you do this or do that. They kind of like let you make your own decisions mm-hmm. and give you like guidance. Like, well, if you're going to do this, this could happen. And if you're going to do this, this could happen. And so like, just remember yeah. But like, that.
0: ultimately it's up to you. Yeah. My therapist really helps Obviously, with my impulsivity. You know. Oh, okay. that's good. Yeah.
1: I'm very Is that a word? Impulsivity? Yeah. Yeah. What? I thought it was impulsiveness. I thought it was impulsivity. <laughs> I like well, impulsivity I, sounds I, somebody, way cooler. I, know, <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds way cooler.
2: But I'm I'm very impulsive. I'm quick to be like, "Oh, let's go Come do on. go here and do this. Let's buy this. Let's do this. Let's party." I'm I'm a very I, like the Joker said. I just do things.
1: Yeah, you just go. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. Does that, does that b- bite you in the ass said, ever?
2: Yeah, it has a
1: lot. Overbook Especially, yourself.
2: Oh yeah, I've had to cancel on people a lot. I've have made appointments on top of appointments, and
1: Still then been like, me? "Sorry about that." Yeah, <laughs> I'll have to call. Be
2: like, "Yeah, can we reschedule? My bad."
1: So I have a super good question that I just thought of. What's that? Shoot, because of your um. What are they incidents that you've endured or traumas that you've endured? What have you done for self care?
2: What I've done for self care is I just sometimes I just I'm at home. I make sure the apartment's clean; otherwise, it's gonna irritate the shit out of me. I take a shower. I put like a little facial mask on. <laughs> I'll do my nails. I'll like get really comfortable and I'll watch a good stand up on on Netflix or something. I just. I do all the things that I love to do. I get comfortable. I get mm. happy. I take care of my rabbit. You know, I do. So like I comfort equals
1: things. self-care for you. Yes.
2: Comfort is very much self-care. for
1: do me. Do you do any self-care that's like challenging, like to make you be a better person? Quote, unquote. Sorry. My, I just like had a burp.
2: I guess my challenging um, coping skill, I guess, would be all my writing because sometimes I'll I'll be like, "Well, I want to write some poetry or I want to write a rat. And it'll be so, like painful. Yeah. Okay. It'll either be painful or I'll have to like Stop. grab like a th- thesaurus and try to find good words to try to describe
0: it. So you w- <laughs> you basically you work through things Always. through your writing. I try to. That's dope.
2: I do my best too. Like if I'm having a panic attack at work or something, I do my best to try to work through it as much as possible. But it helps that I work with my mom. Yeah, I could just go up to my mom's floor and have her talk to me, give me a big hug, and calm me down.
0: Yeah, that's a good source of comfort.
1: How do you work through a trigger when you don't have a a support system around? Like if you're just in public by yourself and mom's not there or your boyfriend or your friends.
2: I sit down and I close my eyes and I take several deep breaths, just really big deep breaths, in through my nose and out of my mouth. And try to put myself in a happier mentality, yeah. almost like I try to think of like a time where I was like really relaxed and really happy. You have a happy place. Yeah, exactly. Did your
1: therapist teach you that? Yeah, mine did too. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, cool. It actually works really well.
2: My therapist also taught uh, also taught me that a lot of things happen in baby steps. Um, oh, that's I don't know if you've seen It goes movie.
1: over people's head, but it's really crucial.
2: Have you seen the movie uh, What About Bob?
1: No. Um, no. It's
2: got um, Bill Murray in it, and basically he keeps calling around his psychi- psychiatrist every day, and his psychiatrist ends up going crazy <laughs> for being Because around. of him? Yeah. <laughs> but it's really funny. That's and funny. The psychiatrist in there wrote a book called Baby Steps. So, okay. So uh, anytime somebody uses, like, Baby Steps, that's what I think of, is that movie. Nice.
1: <laughs> Hi, I'm Bob. So... Do you have any um, advice for anybody who's gone through something similar? You're not alone. You're not alone.
2: You never will be alone. There's always people here for you. There are resources that you can use. Don't be afraid to tell if you're getting abused. Crucial. That is very crucial. Especially if you...
1: Because I feel like people get like... I. Well, I will talk about my abuse in a different episode, but when you are... It's, you're not in a right mindset. You are mm-hmm. not in the right state of mind and you don't think logically. So it's like really crucial that like as soon as you know something's not right, tell somebody that can help you.
2: Or if you're somebody where you think somebody is being abused and you're not quite sure, just talk to that person, tell them your concerns and just be honest with them. Pour your heart out to them for all I care. You just need to be honest with them and let them know that you love them And you care about them because a lot of people that are being abused don't feel like they have anybody they can go to. They don't feel like they're loved. They don't feel like anybody will listen or even care. But that's not true. I'm here. I listen. I care. Trust me. I usually say the world's too crowded, but a
1: lot of people (laughs) are meant to be here.
0: (laughs) Mm, I like that. So
1: any last words? Stay strong. Stay strong. Don't let go.
2: Yep, don't let go. Take deep breaths. Sometimes breathing
1: is what you need. That's true. Yeah, Grace loves breathing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I do love breathing. (laughs) I do love a lot of breath. I love breath work too, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: There's a lot of songs I listen to that are like, keep breathing. Another thing is music. I dive so deep into music, especially if uh, if it's on a bad
1: day, Mm -hmm. then it's just like... Music can change the day for you. Mm-hmm. So ba-
0: people should just like find stuff that help comforts them. Yeah. And when definitely going through this. from
1: what I've gathered, get support because you have a lot of support mm-hmm. and like the people in your corner are kind of like coached on how to handle situations that they could help you get out of.
2: Just don't be afraid to tell somebody.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make you a bad person. You're not to blame. And you also can get through it. Exactly. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. So that's it. That's Thank all. you for sharing. Yeah, thanks for sharing. No Thank problem, you for being not.
0: on Lots here. of courage. We appreciate um,
2: it. No problem.
0: We'll put your your Instagram in the description. So if anyone wants to reach out, you they can definitely can hit her it. up. Nope.
2: My inbox is open. Just let me know. Hey, I heard you on
1: my litter My litter. Can I talk to you? Yeah. Holla at your girl. Yep. And um, as far as my letter goes, make sure you subscribe and like and share and comment and do all the things.
0: And um, Apple podcast. Give us a review or five stars or <laughs> what the fuck. And subscribe ever. too. <laughs> yeah. Def subscribe, please. All right, y'all. Bye. Deuces.